welcome to the Stock Odds Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Noble. Our listeners know that trading is challenging. They want ideas. They want to know when and how to hedge. They want to increase performance and lower risk at the same time. We answer those requests by focusing on the odds of the trading game. Operate like the casino, not the uninformed player. Trade with a positive expectation and insulate yourself from those blind sides the market wax traders with. I'm here with my co-host Rob Friesen and Steve Alinsky. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm good. Good, good. That's good to hear. What first attracted you to the stock market? Uh, the first thing, uh, well, actually, it's the fact that I didn't have to dress up to, to go to work. I didn't have to wear a suit. And just the freedom of independence of uh, working and uh, basically and doing what I wanted to do. Nice, nice. That's definitely uh, an attractive feature of uh, uh, day trading. What was your first stock trade? First stock trade. Well, it's been a long time. I don't really remember the first trade, but I started trading. I started doing pairs. I was trading something like Chevron versus Exxon, Freddie versus Freddie, uh, Didi Dow. Those were the first pairs I started to trade, and I learned how to trade based on those things back in the day. Nice, nice. Are there any details regarding applying those trades in the markets that were, that were interesting to you? I was basically trying to learn how to trade. I didn't know anything about trading. I didn't know what a bid was. I didn't know what an offer was. So I was just trying to practice and um, basically understand how the execution works, where the montages are, where things go, and uh, uh, just uh, try to follow the, the chart. So I had a chart set up. It seems so it seems so foreign now how things used to be, but it's basically used to have a chart of two stocks netted against each other and then looked at the net difference of this uh, the spread for the day and tried to trade them based on the net value of the spread. So is that your dominant strategy, pair trading, building a spread chart and trading that to zero? Dominant strategy, but yes, everything is pretty much based on that. Now I do pair trading, more like basket trading where do a lot of different industries mixed together, one versus the other, and, and uh, pretty much everything your bases everything is based on pair trading. Yes. Interesting. Uh, what were your previous work experience before you got into trading, or before you even started trading? I I was a pension actuary. I I went my my I, I was math and statistics major coming out of college, and uh, I started as a pension actuary. Worked actually ExxonMobil was one of the biggest clients back in the day. I uh, worked as a pension actually for about five five years, and uh, finished all of my exams except for one. So I was almost a FSA, which is a fellow of society of actuaries, and then I quit and decided to start start to try my hand at trading. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, so how long have you been trading for now? Well, it's coming up on 20 years almost. Started, wow. I started trading in May of 2001. Actually, I went to Bright Trading School in February of 2001, took my Series 7, and then started trading in May of 2001. Amazing. Uh, were you, how long were you trading retail before you went uh, professional there? I, I was not trading retail at all. I was basically, like I said, I was a pension actually. So I, yeah. my knowledge of trading was limited to basically opening up my um, Ameritrade account. And, buying a stock or two, that's it. Yeah, okay. 
did you did you take a specific uh pair trading course or how did you get go started in the professional world um well a friend of mine tried to encourage me to take up trading and i was always very hesitant because i thought i had a great job and a career sharing stuff but then one day i finally agreed to come by and visit him and i walked into the office and saw these guys running around screaming yelling that was, I think that was, that was actually probably the, the summer of 2000. Yeah, it had to be the summer of 2000. That's when AOL Time Warner came into existence. That was the first major pair trading, uh, first big merger and first pair trading opportunity where everybody learned how to do pair trading, AOL Time Warner. So I kind of looked at it and I decided that this could be something I can do. <laughs> I think it was summer of 2000. That is very interesting. That was a uh, it's turned out to be one of the worst mergers in history. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Twenty years later, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how that's how pair trading I think kind of started out because that's they were just making a killing trading it all day long. The volume was insane. Computers didn't exist. Oh, it did exist, but uh, it wasn't the computer dom dominated world, and uh, everybody was doing pair trading. I all time Warner. How did you move on to uh, gaining consistent success in the market from your early days? Um, you know, it's a tricky question. Um, it's it's basically when I realized that uh, trading is just like any other job. Uh, you take home what you make, and uh, if you treat it as a job, then you know, just like any job, how you, get, you become successful with any job, you practice, you practice, and then you learn things and. And that's it. And then one day it just clicks. How do you like trading uh, the markets right now? Right now, well, right now actually things are more more or less calm, considering yeah. what we had in the past month and a half, two months, which yeah. is basically insane. Volume yeah. VIX at eighty. I've never seen anything like this. But uh, now it's more or less normal, where things actually make more or less sense. Oh, I know. It's it's so, really crazy how fast we went from volatility to like extremely I mean a crazy VIX number to now. Um yeah. how uh how was trading a month ago? It was, it was it was very volatile, very exhausting. Sometimes you just get you 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 entrench yourself into, into something and you just can't get out of it. So it's kinda of hard to sleep sometimes. But uh, it's it's a job. And if you choose a job, you just uh, you look at it as you know you wake up, you go to work, you do what you have to, you finish your day, and then and then you go have dinner. Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> you, you know? get, yeah, the research is done for the next day, and then you just move on. Yeah, you prepare for the next day, then you wake up the next day, do the same thing all over again, and go the next day. Yeah, maybe a day off on a weekend, but then you got to start doing research again. Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what uh, would you say that uh, volatility is something that you personally like to trade in or do you like to trade in more of a calm uh sideways market of course volatility is, is what we always crave for because that's how you, you can make money uh instead of grinding for 10 cents volatility presents an opportunity to make more than more than more than 10 cents yeah so yeah i mean the markets when it's volatile you try to make more than 10 cents which is and the opportunities are there so you you, you can do it. Yeah. 
So I guess you would say that pair trading uh, from Rob Friesen's uh, lesson there uh, is your dominant strategy? Um, yes. Well, everything I do is based on pair trading. So just because I don't particularly trade a specific pair, I trade like baskets and stuff. But everything is pair trading. Everything. You, you buy a stock and you get attached with something else, whether it's ETF, whether it's uh, another stock from a similar industry, maybe from a different industry. Uh, but yes, I learned from uh, from uh, from Bright's trading school when I went there, and then I learned from Rob's seminar, and then here Rob had a partner. I think his name was Steve Slavin. Slavin, yeah, he was uh, he was someone who I talked to a lot, and he introduced me to a lot of the concepts back in the day. So, yeah, and then yes. you just expanded from there. Yes. Um, Okay, so from from your experience, from watching, from your your personal experience becoming a trader and watching people around you become successful, I'm assuming a lot of people started around the same time you did, so you had a lot of shared experiences. Um, what would you say is the biggest ingredient for someone to become a successful trader? Uh, biggest ingredient. You know, honestly, I think if you have to treat it as a job. It's a basically a full-time job. It's something you can't do part-time. Uh, it takes years of practice. And uh, you treat it as a job. And uh, you eventually, eventually, it will become, it will be, you'll become successful at it. So you just, mm -hmm. I treat it as a job and, uh, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> consistency and compoundability and just just going for it yes it's Sounds a job like, it's a business it occupies you 100 percent, and it's not a hobby yeah uh what would you say is your most memorable trade oh <laughs> that that is that that is easy that's a that's easy question oh yeah june, okay june 2001 Goldman Sachs gets added to s p 500 up takes 12 dollars in the close I am a rookie. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was told to put orders in the book, and uh, he up takes twelve dollars. I have three thousand shares short in the book at twelve dollars, and I make twenty thousand dollars because I covered them early in the after hours. I should have waited until next morning, next Monday morning. But uh, I made twenty thousand dollars, and I had no idea what I was doing, and I was ecstatic. I was just the best weekend I've ever had. I remember that. <laughs> That's a great story. Sacks optics in the clothes. Yeah, that thing, yeah, things like this don't happen anymore. Machines took away all the edges. Uh, tape reading doesn't exist anymore. But back in the day, those things were very evident. Let me, let me just say one thing. I learned how to trade by reading the tape. You asked me a question that beforehand. Tape reading yeah. was very important. So when you just sat there and you started the computer screen and you saw read the tape and read the tape, you saw the offers, you saw specialists, you saw big prints, you saw uh, different market participants coming in, coming out, and stocks moved based on that, and you can predict the movement. Those things, those edges are gone nowadays. It seems like everything has just been taken over by high-frequency traders and algorithms front-running each other. Markets have gotten way too efficient. Yeah, I don't know about high-frequency trading, but yeah, definitely algorithms that yeah. uh, control the flow of the stocks, yes, in the market. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it seems like a lot of edges are gone, and there's there's only real opportunity in uh, good pair baskets, really, as a trader. 
unless you want to take big bets on swings. Oh yeah, then 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 it becomes nothing. But, but it's not a job then. Yeah, you're gambling at that then point. It's not a job. Then it's just gambling. Do you personally use stop losses? No, I the only stop losses I use are the mental ones, and uh, sometimes they don't work. So. The biggest problems you can do to yourself is when you get married to a position and then you think you know more than the market. And when you when you think that's the case, then then you get punished. So I don't have any physical stop losses, but usually I just do the mental stop loss and I try to execute it to the best of my ability. Yeah. Um, so how would you say that uh, joining Bright Trading and becoming a professional and uh, gaining consistent success with this has affected your life compared to if you didn't uh, go into this career? Well, okay, it's a two-part question. First one is joining Bright was, was one of the best things I've done uh, back in the day because I, uh, I didn't know Bob, I didn't know anyone, and uh, once I got to talk to them at the seminar, the class I went to, I, I used to admire Bob. I think he's one of the smartest traders I've ever met. And uh, uh, how did uh, it change my life? Um, well, I think it's actually the opposite. I think uh, uh, it taught me how to manage stress. So trading taught me how to manage stress. So no matter how stressful you know your trading is, how um, how, how occupied you are with it, it just, uh, there's bigger things in life that you have to worry about. And, uh, you know, and then there's real world, real world problems that people have. And uh, just because you have a bad day of trading doesn't mean your life is over. So it's just, uh, trading is just a job. Yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. That that stress uh, threshold you learned from it, it sounds yeah. like it's very it's advantageous. It's just a job. I mean, yeah, this is, this is bigger issues that people have in life than you know <laughs> stress. Yeah. So, uh, Rob, is there anything you'd like to add here? Well, thank you. I really enjoyed uh, listening to uh, both you guys and and uh, Steve. It's just been an absolute uh, pleasure to have you uh, in the firm and and all that you've uh, contributed to. To you know our business and and uh, and to other people as well. So I know you've uh, helped people that uh, came your way from time to time. So really really appreciate that. And just to see the you know consistency over the years is is uh, you know truly what it's about. And and I think it you know goes back to how you've treated it as a very serious business and a very serious career and uh, like you said a job that you know this is what you do every day day in and day out and i think that's a great way to put it sometimes uh you know people use uh all kinds of other buzzwords um you know to describe why they're successful but i think just that that work ethic of this is what i do you know this is uh what i'm committed to and i'm going to do it to the best of my ability every day and and it's it's tough in a in an environment where you know, um, it's not like, you know, building a house. Once you build it, it's it's sort of there. This is like in flux all the time. There's always <laughs> new events and new surprises and, uh, you know, things beyond your control. And to, and to manage it, it just reminds me of kind of herding cats, like, you know, to manage that environment. And I think 
I think your long and short uh, hedge trading certainly helps with uh, managing these cats. Um, but anyway, it's just really been a, a, a pleasure to have you in the firm. So thank you again for that and for your time here on this interview. Appreciate it. Rob, thank you for the kind words. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Thanks Steve. All right. Have a good day trading there. Appreciate it. All right. Bye, guys. Cheers. Thanks again. Bye. Stock Odds is a stock market database and education platform. Visit stockodds.io for more information.